Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast. And this is actually episode number 10, so it is a little anniversary for us here. Now, the topic of today's podcast is going to be how to start a YouTube automation channel for less than $3 per video. But before we get into that, I quickly want to say that where we are, and you might be wondering, whoa, that's a little different scenery. George is not in his kitchen. Ron is not in his room. So where are we? Well... Let us, let us give you a little glimpse. We are actually now in Spain. Behind us right there you can see is a little town called Fuengirola. We're up, we're up in Mijas. And uh, yeah, Yuri van Hoffigen has invited us to this uh, villa, beautiful villa here in Spain. And so we're super grateful for that. And we thought that this might be a good chance to uh, make a podcast for you and to celebrate the little anniversary here. It's a 10th podcast, so it's super cool. We've been doing it for over two and a half months. So we want to thank you so much for watching. And today is going to be a very, very interesting podcast. So I think without further ado, it's about the time we have a little outline here. Yeah. And with that in mind, Ron, take it away. Yes, let's take it away. Yeah, first of all, like it's pretty crazy to sit here like physically because normally we're just having a podcast through the screen. And as you can see, we're having a small celebration here because it's the 10th episode. And I think this episode will be very interesting, uh, especially because like in the YouTube Business Academy uh, community, we got a lot of questions and a lot of like how to get started with YouTube automation. And some people don't have the budget to start up with YouTube automation. So we thought like, let's make a video uh, or like a podcast about how to start for less than $3 per video because it, it, is, it is possible. So you don't always need to break your bank when starting off with YouTube automation. Um, because YouTube automation, it's like a, a pretty broad term and there are like more ways you can go into. So basically, search-based content is one of the ways you can go to with YouTube automation and search-based content is also the way you can go if you have a little bit less to spend because the production quality of the video don't need to be as good. And you may be thinking like, why? Well, search-based content to simply explain to you people are using youtube the youtube search bar to search for specific problems or like can be basically anything uh, if you want to get something fixed you go to the youtube search bar and you you search like how to get like how to uh, install a certain app on the iphone i have no clue just made something up and people just want a solution and the video that are popping up just need to provide a solution and it doesn't need to be like amazing video editing the solution needs to be good and needs to be provided in a clear way that's basically what youtube search is and youtube search is one of the few methods within youtube automation where you can start for as little as three dollars per video uh, and we're both doing it ourselves as well why did you start with youtube search like well, I started with YouTube search because I started with my personal brand channel about three years ago and I've been doing different kinds of videos and by accident, I actually did a couple of videos that ranked, right? So when we talk about search and like browse and YouTube automation, you need to understand one uh, big element that is going to set you apart from everybody else. So there are different traffic sources. There is browse, there is search and depending on the type of video you do is going to determine which type of traffic you are going to get. So like Ron said, search is whatever people search for, generally how to tie a tie, right? That's I think one of the most popular searches on YouTube. And when people search for that, there are videos that are ranked, which means that they are on the first couple of like, you know, the first page basically. And the whole goal with YouTube automation or you know, with YouTube in itself is to rank your video in the first three, five results, because then you're going to get the most traffic. If you think about it, whenever you search something on Google, you 
never go to the, or you rarely go to the second, third, fifth page, whatever. You'll just get the first results, first page, you click on it, and then uh, you decide what you want to do from there. The browse content, right, the difference between search is the content that is being recommended on your home feed. So when you go to YouTube and you just open it up, right, that is browse slash suggested. So those are the videos that the YouTube algorithm recommends to you thinking what you're going to enjoy. And this is a big difference between the videos that get in browse. They can get a lot more views much faster, but uh, you know, well. yeah, yeah, but it's, it's also much harder, right? Who is the king of browse? You know for sure that's Mr. Beast. So yeah. I can see it with my own search channel as well. Like the, the views are very consistent because people are facing problems every day. And people, like if you look at your own behavior, if you don't understand something, there's a very high chance you will or look it up on Google or on YouTube because you just want your problem fixed. And a lot of people are searching different kind of problems and people are always searching for the solutions to their problems. So as you can probably maybe imagine yourself, Having a search-based channel is very consistent in terms of views. Uh, the only downside is it takes a little bit longer because you need to build up like a, a video catalog of a lot of problems you're solving. That takes time. But again, the benefit is, is the videos don't cost as much. So you can pretty much build up your library pretty quickly. And the best thing about search is that it's very consistent and your views won't drop as drastically as with browse. Because with browse, it can like drop massively from one to the next day. Yeah. Especially if you are, like your browse video is maybe trend or based on a trend or stuff like that and you need to find your next big video topic idea. And with search it's just you can look up uh, on Google people are asking a lot of questions and you can just provide a solution. Like Hessel uh, yesterday morning he didn't know how to cut a pineapple. <laughs> yeah well he went to YouTube and, and looked for the video how to cut a pineapple. And he just wanted a solution and he didn't look at the video quality at all. And that's why you can make videos for less than three dollars per video. Um, f with search content and I think that's a, like a very big opportunity for a lot of people yeah. um, and I, th the best part is that it's very very consistent in terms of views and also revenue. And I think one thing that is important for the listener or to the viewer to understand is that oftentimes when people think about doing YouTube they think about getting a lot of views on you know a single video but actually the trick here is to have a lot of videos that each get let's say one view every 24 hours. Yeah. It doesn't need to like be, you know, ranked super high. Yes, it helps of course to have, you know, a video pull many views in 24 hours, but the opposite of that is you can have low production cost of the video, make a lot of videos, yeah, it's a volume game. and each video brings in one view. Now, if you multiply that one view by, let's say, a thousand, two thousand, three, four thousand videos, whatever, over sudden, now you're getting a lot. Obviously, some videos are gonna get less, some videos are gonna get like no views at all because they won't rank, yeah. but that is the game. The game is to do a lot of volume and it's, it kind of snowballs. So all of those videos start to bring in a lot of money. And by the way, when we say this, we see it firsthand. We're here at the villa with Hessel. We're there, here at the villa with Yuri Van Hoffingen. And those guys, have it nailed down. Yeah. They they have a lot of videos. They have the they're doing this, and you know, Yuri is making a thousand dollars per day with videos that he created two years ago. Yeah, but also his team even. And even his yeah. team, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like 
it shows the power like even if you make videos right now they can still rank three years from now and it will basically like you you explained it nicely the, in a video of yours like they're like small little workers for you that bring in money for years to come that's how you need to see the video and like a lot of people they want to make money fast and with youtube search yeah it's not really the case like you need to have a long-term vision like within six months you can have like decent results if you pump out a lot of videos um but i think search is a really nice like way to go if you just want a steady youtube income and you don't want to be focused every day on what is the next big video idea and also if you don't want to break your bank too much search is the way to go but keep in mind i think the mindset for search is very important it's a long-term game so keep that in mind like the first couple of months it feels like you're throwing away money but as long as you see like consistent growth like i shared a, a, a screenshot today in the community as well like my views are like increasing every day by about 100 and it's like going up uphill like nicely and as long as you have that kind of growth then you know you're on the right path and you can just think for yourself like if i do this for a year consistently you can just calculate how many views you will get in a year and you you will know your cpm eventually and you can just do the calculation if i continue this way i will have like an income for years to come because the video views won't drop that that, that dramatically yeah. or only if you would do, do search videos about trending topics but yeah that's not really needed so yeah if you're into youtube animation and you want to take youtube youtube animation seriously and especially build like a consistent income for upcoming five to ten years i think search is really the way to go and i think one of the most probably the question that you're having right now listening or watching this is okay that's great like i understand i want to do this but you guys said three dollars per video how? so <laughs> that how? Was George. yeah how and before we get to that question, I first want to emphasize a little point that sure. you said about how you don't need to be a creative genius and think always, oh, but what, what kind of video do I need to make? That's the biggest difference between browse and search. In browse, right, the topic is king, right? I mean, Mr. Beast talks about it. Like, the crazier the video is, the crazier the idea is, the more chances it has, and obviously the execution, and the, the retention. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Obviously, uh, that's what, so that requires kind of you like sitting down, brainstorming and thinking, having a team or whatever, and coming up with the crazy videos idea. Uh, but that is not the case with search because the thing is you are just supplying solutions to existing problems, right? That's it, yeah. That's Very it. Very simple. So now I think it's a good time to actually get into the actual how-to part. So like we said, three dollars per video i know a guy uh he does it for one dollar a video i do it for 2.3 dollars a video how much are you paying around three uh, you're paying around three dollars i think yuri is paying around five dollars so obviously it's not black and depends white. on the topic also like some topics are more complex and you need like a highly skilled uh video editor that's like solving your the solution in the right way for example like programming or website building or nfts or crypto like you need some sort of knowledge and those guys pr most of the time cost a little bit more but the good thing is in those fields there's probably less competition as well so it can be worth the investment and it's still if it's in the end like five dollars like what are we talking about yeah. still the most important thing is to provide the solution right it doesn't matter if the person who is recording your video um, has a strong accent, right? It doesn't matter so much if, um, you know, it's not like super optimized for retention, the video. What matters is that 
the video solves the problem of the person. Yeah, same for the thumbnail, by the way. CTR of search-based content is really high because people just click because they think, oh, this is my solution. So this, the thumbnail can also be like a specific template or, yeah, that yeah. doesn't have to be so, so much so difficult. Yeah, exactly. So. The way to go about doing this for $3 is you need to understand how are these search videos made, right? So these search videos are made very simply. Uh, we're not talking about, you know, the videos that we do, it's not about how to, you know, uh, cut, cut up a pineapple, right? Yeah, no, no physical. No, because no. like... You can't you can do it though. You can't do it, but once again, the, the game here is volume. Yeah, true. And you want to have it as automated and as voluminous as possible. And also keep in mind, CPM. What is yeah. CPM? High CPM. Cost per mil. So how much money YouTube makes from advertisers for every 1,000 views. Now, the next abbreviation is RPM, which is uh, revenue per mil, and that is how much you are actually pocketing from 1,000 views. Now, views on YouTube are not equal, and that is the trick. Some videos that you make will have an RPM of $1 for 1,000 views, and some videos, Hessler showed me the other day, have an RPM of like $120 yeah, per crazy. video, which is crazy, right? Uh, we talk a little bit more in our program about like how to understand the differences, uh, the differences about RPM and CPM. So if you want to go a little bit more into depth, you know, you can uh, check the description for uh, the course and everything. But you know, since we have a little bit of time here, you need to understand that some of the topics that are high RPM is like, you know, software uh, management, uh, management, what is it called? Management, management tools, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah workflow tools. management, stuff like, like basically every tool or software that a business will use, like be, uh, the companies that own those kind of softwares or tools, they will advertise on those kind of videos because people that are watching those videos might become a user so they pay a lot of money to be in front of the video if it starts playing because they might get a customer from it and the customer lifetime of those kind of videos is really high because once they're hooked in their software they will just know like the customer will stay for 10 months and on the the, the first two months they can just like break even or lose money and that's why they can bid so high on uh, on these videos so cpm is, is very important indeed um because like if your CPM is like 10 times higher, your views can also be like 10 times lower. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let's come uh, back to the how. Yeah, uh, the how. Like you can, of course, make the videos yourself. Like it's possible. But yeah, we're talking here about YouTube automation, automation right? Automation yeah. titles that you are outsourcing the yeah. production of the video. Exactly, exactly. So you basically need to hire a freelancer. Uh, that can do like I, I said before it's very the videos are very easy and not so complex with editing uh, you just need to find a freelancer that knows how to solve specific problems so if you're going into the crypto space it's useful if your freelancer knows a little bit about crypto um, then he just needs to you need to provide him video topics the most important thing we'll talk about it later uh, but you just need to tell the video editor hey I have a list with specific problems that you need to find a solution for record a solution for and you can just insert also maybe a video link to another tutorial that shows the solution so your freelancer basically can give their own twist to it and do the video recording while also recording his own voiceover explaining the steps that's basically it and then you can have like a, a, a thumbnail template and upload your video. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit it's, quick. It's, yeah, it's I simple. Mean, yeah. But that's as simple as that, yeah. you know? Like for example, let's say that you don't know how to um, 
add a filter in Excel. Okay, so that's a problem that you might yeah. face. What do you do? You go to YouTube, how to add a filter in Excel. Boom, search it up and there it is. Yeah. So the how-to part is the person records his screen, he has a microphone, right? He's recording his voice. No need to show your face, by the way. Yeah. Just record your screen. Hey, in this video, I'm going to show you how to add a filter in Excel. So without further ado, let's get started. First, you gotta open up your Excel. Then you gotta click this button, then you gotta click this button, then you gotta do this, that, da 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 Right? And then, okay, I hope this video was helpful. Thank you so much for watching, and don't forget to subscribe. Bye. Boom. And trust me when I say that there are people out there who are gonna do this for a little amount, right? But the trick here is to make sure that the, the video quality is good enough, right? Like, like we said, the most important thing here is the solution. And the voice needs to be a little, like, understandable. Yeah. Like, most of the freelancers, they come, like, from, from India or the Philippines. And some countries just have a better accent in terms of English. Philippines is pretty good. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Like, just think of yourself, like, if I need a solution for this specific problem, would I watch this video myself or would I click off right away? So have that, that as a filter, but it's still possible to find someone that's speaking English pretty decent with not a heavy accent for like under $3. It's possible. And the easiest way to start is to actually just hire one person, train him and get him to do everything. So kind of a full stack person. He's going to record, he's going to edit, he is going to make the thumbnail and he's going to upload, yeah. right? Later on, once you're scaling, then you can start to kind of break those down into parts to do even more volume. But like Ron said, for example, people from the Philippines, they have really good English accents. And the best, one of the, one of the ways to find those people is to go to a website like onlinejobs.ph. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Actually, I posted their uh, job post. Yeah, you as well. No, you did all the work. I think uh, two, three weeks ago, I got like 60 people responding for the position because people, like, imagine if they get $3 per video, they can probably record 10 a day. 10 a day. They make 30 bucks a day, which is huge in the Philippines. 900 per month. Yeah, 900 per month. I, I think the base salary, I think I covered it in the, in the program as well, is around 500 to around $600. Yeah. So, plus, they can work on their own terms. They can work from home, just behind the computer. So, you're not even ripping those people off. You're offering them a big paycheck and, as well. So, yeah. it's like a win-win. You can make videos for a pretty low amount of money, and you give someone their own uh, financial stability. Now, you might be asking, <laughs> if it's so easy, like you guys say, it's then why isn't everybody doing it? Well, everybody can do it. But there is a little twist, right? You might be wondering, so what's the catch? What's the catch? Come on, tell us, what's the catch? Okay, I will tell you what's the catch. The skill, right? Everything that we talked all the, like up until this point is fairly easy. Okay, you hire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But what is the high value skill? Well, the high value skill is topic research. Finding keywords that are undervalued. What does it mean to find an undervalued keyword? Well, there are two things that you need to remember and consider. One thing is the volume, so how many people or how many times that keyword is being searched per month. And the second thing is competition. Now, if you study someone like Adam Smith, which I highly recommend to have a general understanding about business, 
is that there is something called supply and demand. Once the demand for a certain keyword grows, so once people start to search more for a certain keyword, then naturally in the free market, the supply is going to start getting higher as well because that's just how the economics work. So the idea about finding an undervalued keyword is that there are certain keywords that have high search volume but not so much competition. And those are the keywords that you have a much higher chance to rank, which as we remember, is to show up on the first page and that's when you're gonna start getting views and that's when you're gonna start getting money. So the trick here just comes down to keyword research. Now we're gonna cover a little bit now about keyword research, but not too much because the camera is about to run out. You guys are about to, uh, you know, my camera, I'm not gonna go into depth anyways. Let's just uh, briefly touch about how to do keyword research. Yeah, the thing is like, it's very important to find, like there are certain topics like uh, how, how to, for example, how to post on Instagram. Just a very simple, simple topic. And Instagram is already here for like 10 years maybe, I don't even know. And it's a, it's a very basic problem people might face like I think it might be mostly older people because young people will probably know how to post it but you get the idea like it's a very simple problem and uh, it's on a software that's like been here for like or an app that's been here for like 10 years so I assume the competition is very big it's like high uh, and also like Instagram is a very low CPM so it's not interesting at all so it's the trick to find certain software tools or problems like it can be also it doesn't, doesn't have to be software tools all, all the time. Um, specific problems that are like undervalued, like you said, with good search volume, or maybe like the search volume doesn't matter as much if the CPM is high. Like if you, for example, you can get a thousand views on a video within two months and the CPM is like 80, 000, 80 euro at per thousand views, yeah. you still make a nice amount of money if you made more of those kind of videos. So I, th I think to discuss how to do this in a good way, I don't think we have enough time for it. Yeah. Um, but it, peop, you just need to think of your own behavior and think as a company. Like companies are uh, advertising on YouTube videos and when companies are advertising on certain YouTube videos, then you know it's probably a higher CPM and like there, there needs to be a reason for a company to advertise on a specific video and if there's a specific reason, you can make a video around it and you will know it will bring in you the money. So, but like the, there are specific strategies like and tools to use, but I think, yeah, we're, we don't have as much time. Yeah, let me give you one little thing before we actually go here. So this is gonna be quite valuable, I think. One of the ways to do keyword research, and I think the guys are gonna hate me for saying this, but is actually to look at the existing competitors in the market, go to their channels and see what kind of videos they're doing now what is working for them and what is ranking. And then, by the way, and when I say that, don't go and blindly no, copy no, them no. because they have way more authority. Their channels have way more authority. So even if you do copy them, the chances they're gonna work for you are not that great. So what you wanna do is get inspiration from that, right? Look around the market, what is already working, right? You wanna go deep into the rabbit hole, like, you know, what kind of software. Like I yeah. was, the other day I was doing, um, I was searching like, you know, trends, right? What's trending? And then I, uh, it was something like no code, low code. That's another thing, right? I went deep into that. There are a couple of softwares that go into that. Boom, I look for the keywords. I make a list, send to my guy. He puts it together, makes it, publishes it. But like Ron said, 
Let's cover it on the other podcast, maybe, or maybe in the masterminds. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, we don't have so much time to do this. So, however, we go a lot more in depth about this high value skill about keyword research in the YouTube Business Academy uh, program, right? Now, there's going to be a link for it down in the description. You can join it. There we cover, it's like a full module where we break down everything like very in depth. So if you're interested in that, I would highly suggest you, uh, you, you look into that. And another really interesting thing that I want you to remember is that YouTube Business Academy is about value. And one of the things that separates us apart from other people is that we hold masterminds. Yeah. Now, what is a mastermind? A mastermind is where we invite uh, experts from the YouTube industry. For example, you can look back at the channel or the podcast. Yeah, maybe they can look up, uh, if you want to know more about search, look up the previous masterminds with Yuri and Hessel. They both do search. They're also here in the villa. A lot of value is there uh, as well. So if the program is maybe a step too far, check out those masterminds and they will be useful as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, with that in mind, make sure you uh, check out the YouTube Business Academy program. The link is down in the description. And with that in mind, we want to thank you so much for listening, watching, subscribing, and we will see you yes. in the next one. Ciao. Bye.